One former first-round pick is performing at an elite level this spring and could be a huge asset for the team this season, plus some unfortunate news for a couple of former teammates on today's episode of Locked on Cardinals. You are Locked on Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Cardinal fans. I'm J.D. Hafford, and I'm a national radio sports anchor. Born and raised in the Lou and a lifetime Cardinals fan, and I'm your host for Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, covering your team every day. You can follow me on Twitter at J.D. Sports Radio. You can follow the podcast at LO underscore Cardinals. I want to thank those of you who make Locked On Cardinals your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts, whether it's iTunes or Spotify. Google Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube if you haven't done that yet. Be sure to like and subscribe and comment. That way you can interact with us. Hit the notification button so you know when new episodes are posted. This is a show serving Cardinal Nation and giving the best fans in baseball all of the info about the birds on the bat. Today's episode is being brought to you by Ultimate Baseball GM. If you've ever dreamed of becoming a Major League Baseball GM and managing your baseball franchise, then this game is definitely for you. To download the game, all you got to do is visit ultimatebaseballgm.com or you can look it up on the App Store. Our listeners are getting a 100% free boost to their franchise right now when using the promo LOCKED ON, all caps, in the game. So the Cardinals uh, had the day off on Monday. And... It was kind of nice. They, they've been playing for uh, some consecutive games for a while and being the fact that they're kind of shorthanded at camp because of so many guys playing in the World Baseball Classic. Nice to have a little day to just kind of exhale, take a day off, kind of rest a little bit before they headed back onto the field on Tuesday to face the Astros. And manager Ali Marmel wanted to get some of the relievers more work, so he decided to let one of those relief pitchers start on Tuesday, and that pitcher was one Zach Thompson. He wanted him to make the start. Now, Zach Thompson is someone who I feel has kind of been overlooked uh, on YouTube. There's a Here's a picture of Zach doing his thing and smiling. He's all happy. Um, I feel like he's been overlooked a little bit under the radar a bit because he's been a relief pitcher, and normally one the only time a relief pitcher is ever really brought up and grabs headlines is either when he's screwing up <laughs> uh, or – uh, when he's a closer, okay? Because when he's getting outs and doing their job, that's what's expected. So there isn't much fanfare, like I said, unless you're the closer. And then, you know, you get you get some love there because, ooh, you made the last outs and everything. But the middle relief guys kind of get overlooked unless they're screwing things up. Now, Thompson is an Indiana guy from the small town of Selma, Indiana, which I'm betting is Cardinals country for sure. Uh, to say he was good in high school is a bit of an understatement. The guy went 19-0. and 0. Between his sophomore and junior seasons, then he went four and two his senior year, whiffing 119 batters in 56 innings. So I don't know how good you are at math. I'm not great at math, so I actually had to put this into the calculator. But 119 divided by 56 times nine—that's how you get your strikeouts per nine. His strikeouts per nine that senior year was 19.1. 19.1. That's sick. Uh, he gets drafted in the 11th round by the Tampa Bay Rays, but decides to go to Kentucky instead. Freshman year, he goes 8-3. and three. Sophomore year, deals with some elbow issues, only makes seven starts, but then his junior year, he's back at it. 6-1, and 2.40 ERA. He whiffs 130 batters in 90 innings. Back to the calculator we go. 130 divided by 90, multiplied by 9, and that gives you 13 strikeouts per 9, so quite good again. 
This leads him to being a first-round pick by the St. Louis Cardinals in the 2019 draft. And in case you were wondering, that same draft is also when they grabbed Andre Pallante in round four and Connor Thomas in round five. So you're seeing these guys all kind of come up together. Um, he wasn't terribly effective, okay, when he first got into pro ball. Wasn't terribly effective. Goes to the Arizona Fall League after the 2021 season. Mind you, you had the COVID season there in 2020, which could stunt anybody's growth. So it's a little weird when you've got guys who were drafted in 2019, 2020, and if they're a little bit behind where you wanted them to be, it's because they lost a whole year because of the pandemic. But he goes to the Arizona Fall League and becomes more effective than uh, last year. He uh, starts at Memphis, okay? And before getting called up, uh, June. June's when he ends up getting called up to the Cardinals for the first time because he kind of goes up and down uh, during the season, but not because he wasn't doing anything right at the major league level. It's just they had other arms and they wanted them to get more action down in uh, in the minor league. So goes up and down, but when he gets on the parent club, he is really, really good last year. He goes one and one. His ERA is at 2.08. His ERA plus at 186. 186, mind you, 100 is like league average. So he was 86% better than the league average last year. Lefties hit 146 against him. He allows only seven hits, none of them extra base hits. And then against righties, they're only hitting 176 against him. He does give up three home runs, but two of those actually came in one game. And in that game, it was his second appearance ever <laughs> in the major leagues. He ends up starting that game, throws three or five innings, and that's where he gave up all the runs. In fact, if you dig a little deeper into his numbers, which I have, Thompson gave up six earned runs in his first two appearances in the major leagues. On the season, he gave up eight. <laughs> you, you see what I'm telling you there? Six in his first two appearances, eight total, which means, again, we'll go math again, that after June 13th, Thompson gave up two runs, two in his final 20 games that he pitched in in the major leagues. I mean, the dude was really good. There's no other way to say it. And that has carried over into the spring. Now on uh, Tuesday, he got the start, but he was only going to throw one inning because he's a relief pitcher. They're not trying to stretch him out right now, at least right now. Uh, I did read somewhere that Mo said something about, you know, if we wanted to stretch him out, I guess we got to hurry up and get to that. But I don't see why you need to at the moment. Everybody's healthy right now. So there's really no need to stretch him out. And that's why you got some of these other guys that you signed. We'll talk more about them here in a little bit. But uh, he throws one inning. He walks one. He strikes out one. Uh, the one guy that he did strike out, former AL MVP Jose Abreu, by the way. No runs again. So far this spring, Zach Thompson has appeared in six games. He's thrown six innings, no runs, four hits, two walks, six strikeouts. I mean, the guy has found his spot on this team as a top-tier reliever. I mean, he just has. And it's looking more and more like he's going to be your top left-handed option out of the pen this year. There's nothing about these numbers that shows you that he's set to regress, he's going to get worse. No, he looks like he's found a home in the bullpen. So I, I really hope Mo and these guys don't overthink things and say, well, look how good he is here. Maybe we should make him a starter. That didn't work out when you try to do that with Jordan Hicks, did it? Let's not, let's not say make the same mistake with one Zach Thompson. Now, in an article by Bill Ladson at MLB.com, Thompson said this about his strong spring so far. I think I'm throwing harder now than I ever did before. I'll carry that into the season come May, June, July. 
I'll see another uptick. Now, he's already hitting mid-90s. Uh, the, the fastball that he struck Abreu out on, 94.6. So if he does make a jump and, uh, you know, like he mentions there, another uptick, maybe he reaches 97, which would just be another reason for his domination from the bullpen to continue. But he's just been fantastic. I mean, there's nothing but good things to say about what you've seen from Zach Thompson since you brought him up and you've made him a relief pitcher at the major league level. So I say, don't touch him. Let him be. <laughs> Let him be awesome in the bullpen. Let's not screw around with that. But he's not the only lefty who's having success this spring. We're going to talk more about some of these other southpaws that are on the squad next on Locked on Cardinals. Now, one thing I do want to talk to you about, see, I'm a, a video gamer. I do enjoy myself, my PlayStation 5. Uh, also, if you get a chance to play games on your phone, even better because you get into situations where you can't have your video game system with you and you want to do other things. And I'm excited about our new partner and sponsor of today's episode, the mobile game Ultimate Baseball GM. If you've ever dreamed of becoming a, a Major League Baseball GM and managing your own professional baseball franchise, this is the game for you. If you think you can do better than what Mo and the Cardinals front office does, this is the game for you. Here's your chance to prove it. Manage every strategic aspect of your team. You play through the season and you lead your team to glory, or if you're not very good at it, you lead them to the stinking bottom of your division. You're responsible for all sorts of things, hiring the right coaches, the right staff. You manage your team finances, yeah, which for some of us who aren't good at <laughs> keeping a bank account, that could be a problem, but it's part it's part of being a GM. Uh, scouting and drafting players, you got to manage their difficult personalities. Some people are real easy to get along with. Other people are in the red and are frowning, and they're not so good uh, to talk to. Um, I was testing it out last night. The wife had passed out next to me, and uh, I started fiddling around with it last night. And I got to the point where you get to do the MLB draft, which was pretty cool, trying to find little hidden gems in the draft pool. Uh, you're navigating your franchise through free agency. You're making trades. You go through all the ups and downs of a season, whether you get performance boosts because guys are doing good. You've got injuries that are knocking people out. Ultimate Baseball GM is completely free. Did I mention that? Completely free and playable offline. You play on the go as you want and when you want to, which is great. You get a group of friends together. You compete against each other. And the bonus thing about being able to play it anywhere you want, where it's downloaded and you don't need the Wi-Fi to play, the in-app playability, it's key because you've been there before, right? You're, you're waiting at the doctor's office or you're getting your car worked on. You're waiting for something to get done there. You're on a, a long road trip. Maybe your wife is shopping. For dresses and you're stuck there with her waiting in the uh, like waiting area with all the other dads and all the other husbands you're just like what do we do hop onto the ultimate baseball gm app and you, and you play and you don't have to worry about being on wi-fi download the app play today for free see if you got what it takes to win the championship and locked on cardinals listeners get a 100 free boost to their franchise when using the promo locked on in the game store so make sure to check it out download the game just visit probaseballgm.com scan the code or look it up on the app stores that's probaseballgm.com ultimate baseball gm start your dynasty today now, the left-handed arms in the bullpen were something that we talked uh, a decent amount uh, about in the offseason. Remember guys like Andrew Chafin and Matt Moore? Those guys were available, and I suggested if we're not going to go spend money on, you know, other everyday players, that why not bolster up the bullpen, you know? Go out there, sign one of these guys, help make that bullpen elite, and um, you do it with some guys that 
you might have a little more confidence in, a little more trust in because these, you know, they're veterans that, that were available. Um, they did bring in a couple of veterans. Uh, they, they, they brought in Andrew Suarez and Anthony Masavich, but stayed clear of those higher priced guys. And I, it, a little bit of a head scratcher. I was like, oh, well, what are we doing here? But bottom line was the Cardinals wanted what's happening in spring training right now to, to happen. This is what they wanted. They wanted competition. Competition was what they were looking for between guys like Zach Thompson and Hedesis Cabrera, who's in the WBC, Packy Naughton, Jojo Romero, who's at the WBC right now, Connor Thomas. They had all these guys. They didn't know what to do with them. So they're like, why don't we just let them figure it out? Like whoever plays better gets on the roster. Like are the guys we're going to find out in free agency? Are we going to pay them all this extra money and not get all that much better than what we got already? I imagine that's what their their mindset was. So a few of these guys threw on Tuesday, other than Zach Thompson, and they all pitched very, very well. In fact, the lefties all combined for four no-hit innings. Uh, Suarez still hasn't even allowed a run this spring in his five appearances. Let's get a picture of Mr. Suarez up there. There he is. There he is. Kind of looks like Steven Matz a little bit, doesn't he? Uh, but he's gone four and two-thirds innings, zero runs, two hits, two walks, six strikeouts. He's a former second-round pick, so there's a there's a pedigree there that obviously got him drafted that high. Uh, he had to go overseas, but now he's back, and he's making the most of his opportunity. He's looked really, really good here in the spring. Is it good enough to crack the Cardinals' opening day roster? I don't know. I don't, I don't know what they want to do with him. I don't know if they want to keep him in the relief role. I don't know if he's a guy that they would like to stretch out at some point and turn into a starter, this guy who can – eat some extra innings out of the bullpen or make them into a, you know, a full-time starter. I'm not sure yet. Uh, Ms. Savage has had major league success. He's been pretty darn good in his, uh, his career, especially against lefties. Um, had a one, like not so great day this spring uh, against Detroit. And if you remember all the Cardinals got hit that game, it was just an ugly game altogether. They just got abused, but Masevich has got six strikeouts and five innings of work through a clean inning on Tuesday. Packy Naughton hasn't had a very good spring, to be honest, but one walk and a punchy in this particular game. JoJo and Henesis are both in the WBC, as I mentioned. Uh, Cabrera so far has thrown one and a third innings, zero runs, zero hits, zero walks, two strikeouts. JoJo has thrown two and a third, one run on three hits. That run was a solo home run, one walk and two strikeouts. So Cabrera seems to be fine. Uh, Jojo doing Jojo stuff. Like we're not expecting elite things out of Jojo Romero, but serviceable to say the least. Uh, Connor Thomas, he hasn't had a great spring and is likely ticketed for Memphis because I think they kind of want to use him in the starter role. But today against the Mets on Wednesday, uh, throws four shutout innings, gives up just two hits, strikes out two and their uh, four to one victory over New York. So Whatever plagued him early on this spring, he seemed to figure out in this one and look pretty darn good. So they've got plenty of options from the left side for the bullpen. It really just depends on how many lefties does the team want to keep. You go in two, you're going three. What if you go wild to go four? I don't know what they're going to do. If I had to keep three, which is usually the maximum of lefties, usually three is probably the most you normally have in your bullpen. But if I had to keep three, I would say Zach Thompson and Hennessy Cabrera. Why not Suarez right now? Why not? Why not? Based on his performance, why wouldn't you have him on this team? What's he done wrong? He hasn't given up a run yet. But we're going to have to wait and see. I don't make these decisions. You know, uh, Mo, 
Ollie, they'll all put their heads together and figure out what they want to do that uh, will be best for this franchise. Still got about two weeks left to battle it out. But I say Thompson and Cabrera, they, they kind of feel like locks to me. I don't think they wanted to send Hennessy's Cabrera down last year. I think they love what he's got. And I think they love the fire and the attitude that he's got out there on the mound. Last year, when he, you know, he drops the ball after he's getting taken out of the game, that immaturity, right? He's learned from that, though, I'm sure. Uh, figured some stuff out, hopefully in the minor leagues, but so far, not bad. Not bad in the spring, not bad at WBC. So I would say Thompson and Cabrera are locks, and I would give the nod to Suarez right now. Uh, some crap news for two former Cardinals that I want to talk about next. Plus, one of the Cardinals' top 30 prospects is out of town. He's heading out. He's no longer on this team. We'll talk about it next on Locked on Cardinals. Now, a great, it's a great time to be a basketball fan, right? March Madness is here. College basketball tournaments ready to roll. NBA is in full swing as you're in the second half of the season and people are jockeying for the playoff positions. Uh, perfect time also to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. You just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app, safe, secure, super easy to use, and you can bet on everything from the money line to point scorers and threes drained. Player props, player points, rebounds, assists. You can make all these smaller bets. Uh, you got so many exclusive bets, like the two-by-three, the two three-pointers scored in the first three minutes. Like, what? Yeah, you can bet on that if you want to. But it's available at FanDuel. FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at bigger payouts with the same game parlay, which is a, another fun way to earn some extra money. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Two former Cardinals got some tough news recently. Uh, the biggest one, which was the scariest one, is uh, former Cardinal pitcher Jose Quintana, who, you know, signed with the Mets this offseason, um, reportedly out until July, July, due to a stress fracture in his rib. But that's not where the story ends. The more frightening part of uh, this particular story is that the MRI that he had done when, uh, you know, he was like, ah, my ribs, uh, MRI finds, found a lesion found a lesion on the impacted rib, but luckily great news for Jose and his family. The lesion is benign. So that's great news. Uh, Mets GM Billy Epler said that Quintana will have an operation on Friday in New York that involves a bone graft recovery from the surgery. will keep Quintana out until at least July 1st, but didn't offer any specifics beyond that. The Cardinals, if you remember, caught some flack from the fan base for not re-signing Quintana after how well he threw for them last season, following his trade over to the team from the Pirates at the trade deadline. Um, clearly, he was somebody that people liked in the clubhouse. Uh, people were a fan of him. He was your starter in game one against the Phillies in the playoffs. And they let him walk. They let him walk. They uh, weren't willing to pay whatever the Mets were willing to pay. And unfortunately for Jose Quintana, it's not going to work out, and uh, he's out until at least July. But obviously, we want to wish him a speedy recovery and glad that things, you know, weren't worse than what they were because it could have been real bad. Uh, another former Cardinals player who was also dealing with an injury, also in New York right now, the Yankees, Harrison Bader. Now, Harrison Bader is dealing with a left oblique strain, which has put his opening day availability in jeopardy. They're saying four to six weeks is your normal recovery time for such an injury. And that would put Bader's return 
a couple weeks into the season, two, three weeks into the season. And that's if it heals like normal. I mean, we are familiar with oblique injuries here in St. Louis. Remember one Jack Flaherty. These things can linger and they're very easy to re-injure. So I'm sure the Yankees are going to be careful before putting Bader back out there. Um, Yankees just not having a lot of luck injury-wise thus far in the spring. You know, Bader's gone. Uh, star free agent acquisition, Carlos Rodon, another guy that we were all pounding the table for the Cardinals to sign. He's been shut down with a forearm muscle strain. So he's going to be out for a while. They're saying two to three starts he might miss uh, at the beginning of the season, but you don't know. You don't know what could happen with that uh, forearm issue. And then Frankie Montas, another guy that people were like, Cardinals got to get him. He's, he's, he's the missing piece. He at least was one of the guys I told you, do not go after him. I was like, it's it's risky. I don't like it. He hasn't been that good. Yankees give up stuff to go get him, and he's done nothing. Absolutely nothing for them. He's dealing with shoulder problems. May not pitch all year. They're saying maybe, maybe he returns to the team in August. Not good. Uh, also, some news um, to wrap things up here. Cardinals prospect, Freddie Pacheco, who we've actually talked about on the show before, top 30 prospect coming into the or, into the season for the organization, got claimed off waivers by Detroit on Tuesday. And I, I kind of did a double take loop, like, wait, what? Why, why is a top 30 prospect available on waivers? Here's the explanation. According to Derek Gould from the Post-Dispatch and stltoday.com, the Cardinals sought to begin clearing at least one spot on the 40-man roster, which is why he was made available. My first thought when I hear this, Jordan Walker. Jordan Walker, get him on the 40-man, the, the and so you can activate him, and he's available on opening day. Maybe that's what they're doing. I don't know. Uh, Gould continued saying that Pacheco had not thrown this spring due to a forearm injury and elbow soreness, and the time of the move was uh, to meet this week's deadline for removing players with injuries from the roster. While exams of Pacheco's elbow did not show any structural issues, the Cardinals did not expect him to be pitching until May and had already optioned him to the minors. 24 years old, struck out 84 hitters in 62 innings this past year, a double-A and triple-A combined. Does it come back to burn the Cardinals someday? Who knows? Who knows? I mean, he could – this issues with your forearm and your elbow doesn't usually mean good things later on. That usually spells out Tommy John surgery. And if that's the case, you're going to be out for a while anyway. So does he come back and bite him someday? Who knows? Maybe. But if it means that adding Walker to the opening day roster, he's got to go. I think Cardinals fans will get over it if that's what it was for. Also, real quick, the team reassigned top pitching prospect Teen Kentz to the minor league camp. This is not surprising. This is not a demotion. Teen Kentz was not going to be on the major league roster this year. At least not yet. He wasn't going to start there. Hasn't even pitched past a ball yet. So my guess is they go, they send him down to double A Springfield to start this year. If he dominates there, you move him on up. And if he keeps going, maybe you see him at the end of the year at some point. Uh, just no need to rush him, though. No need to rush Team Kent's, man. Uh, we've got capable arms in the bullpen right now and at AAA before you get to Team Kent's. So Cardinals are fine right now. Thanks for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen. Now for your second listen, check out Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Win your league by listening to Matt and Dom every day as they bring you the best fantasy draft strategies. You can find Locked On Fantasy Baseball wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Please give us a follow on Twitter 
at LO underscore Cardinals and myself at JD Sports Radio. Also, like, subscribe on YouTube to help our channel and love for the Cardinals grow. We're trying to reach that 5,000 subscriber number before opening day, so we got a couple weeks to get there. If you uh, have been lazy and you haven't hit that subscribe button, go ahead and just give it a little ding real quick for us. You're the best fans in baseball for a reason, and I'll see you next time on Locked on Cardinals. 